You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. Many of you who follow me and many of my clients are people who are in recovery from alcoholism and other drug addictions and other addictions. So I'd like to share this story about my friend Lorna. I attended an AA conference a long time ago in the late 90s in Corpus Christi, Texas. January, they have a jamboree every year. And this one year, my program felt pretty stale. So I decided to go down to the Corpus Jamboree. And I went by myself. And it was so phenomenal. The speakers were just incredible. And one of them was this lady by the name of Lorna Kelly from New York. And I can use her first and last name because she always did. And um, she became a really good friend of mine and is no longer with us. She died several years ago because of cancer. But in any event, I adored her, and she was very outspoken and um, a very inspirational person. So I saw her eating alone at breakfast, and I kind of hung my head over the rail uh, to the restaurant and said, Hello. I told her who I was, and we exchanged numbers and became good friends and saw one another for many years. Her story is quite remarkable. She was British and came to the United States to be an au pair in New York. And then eventually, she used to buy her clothes in secondhand shops, and um, she eventually began working for Sotheby's auction house in New York City. And she worked with Japanese art. And eventually, one day, she went to the head of Sotheby's, who, you know, has been predominantly male for eons, and said, I believe that I know more about Japanese art than many people do, and I'd like to step foot in the rostrum and conduct the auction. And expecting her boss to say, no, you're a woman, you can't do that. He said, well, I think that's a good idea. And so she became the first female auctioneer in America that Sotheby's would allow to go into the rostrum and conduct a an auction. Well, she went to work one day and they said, why are you in a maid's costume? And she said, oh, she had been drunk pretty much that week and she thought that the maid's uniform made her look tidy. So uh, about the same time, her assistant, then in those days were called secretaries, handed her a book, was reading a book, and she said, what are you reading? And so her, her assistant said, well, this book about Mother Teresa. And she said, who is she? Well, she's a little nun that works in Calcutta with the lepers and tries to help the poor. So she gave Lorna the book, and Lorna was so taken with what this woman was doing halfway around the world, she decided that she was coming up on some vacation time, and she would go to Calcutta and help mother help the poor. Now, most of us would not have been that bold, but this woman certainly was. And so she dressed all in her finest and flew to Calcutta and got in a taxi. And by the time she got to the mother house of the Sisters of Mercy, she was pretty disheveled. But nonetheless, she knocked on the door and this 
Nana answers the door and said, hello. Most people don't, you know, just go and arrive there. But she said she wasn't going to call them and let them know that she was coming because they would have said, well, instead of doing that, why don't you sell your ticket and give the money to the poor? And she didn't want to do that. She wanted to go do what she wanted to do. Self-will run riot. So she arrived, and Mother was not there. She was going off somewhere helping the poor. So they said, well, you can come to, you know, visit us, but you need to stay in the kind of youth, youth hostel or something down the street. So she did. And every morning she went there, 5 a.m., for Vespers. And then one day she discovered that Mother had come home, and she was in the service, and she people were greeting her afterward. So Lorna walks up and says hello and introduces herself, and Mother says, I understand you've come from New York, to, and uh, it's nice to meet you. She held out her hand, and Mother pulled up Lorna's hands and saw her red fingernails, all nicely polished. And she said, why do you do this? And Lorna, in her kind of imperious British accent, said, well, we think it's decorative. And Mother looked at her and said, why don't you decorate your heart? and give the money that you spend on this to the poor. Well, in Lorna's book, The Camel Knows the Way, and in any of the YouTube videos that you might see her on, she says <laughs> that she was incensed. And she said, who is this little midget in a tea towel telling me what to do? Well, as spirit would have it, Lorna's ego began to be put right size. And she began helping the Sisters of Mercy with the lepers. And she bandaged them and helped in the hospital. And that was the first of many, many trips that she took back and became very good friends with Mother Teresa. And one day Mother said to her, You know, I can help a lot of people, but I have not been successful helping alcoholics. And Lorna was constantly teasing her and saying, Well, Mother, are you sure you're not one of us? And she said, well, the reason that you haven't been successful is that it takes one of us talking to another one for us to hear each other. And she said, until the end, Mother was still fascinated by why she wasn't able to help an alcoholic. So one of the times that they thought Mother was dying, she was in New York, and she was in the hospital, and Lorna went to see her. And she was so near death that they had called a priest to come do the last rites. And it was just Lorna and another nun, the priest and mother, in this teeny little room. And the priest came in and began getting ready to give mother not only the last rites, but communion. And Lorna said, oh no, not communion, because I can't drink the wine, being a recovered alcoholic. She had chosen for her path that she would take and partake of the wafer, but she would not take a sip of the wine, no matter what anyone thought. But she didn't want to turn this, this um, event into something about her. So she was struggling with it as the priest was getting ready to offer the wine first to the other nun, to mother, the other nun, and then to Lorna. And when she, he offered it to Lorna, she said, no, thank you. Um, and she was hoping he wouldn't ask, well, why aren't you taking this? And she was just in a twit because she didn't want it to be about her. She was holding Mother's hand. And 
When she said, no thank you, I'll pass on the wine, Mother squeezed her hand and pulled her close and said, bravo for you. Protect your gift of sobriety. Protect your gift of sobriety. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.